coming up this week here all about Melanie's trip to Walt Disney World. Welcome to this week's episode of To the Mouse and Back. Thank you so much for your patience this past week, uh, waiting an extra week for this episode to come out. I always try to put out an episode every two weeks. I do every other Monday night. But last week, I had strep throat and I was also getting over the flu. So an episode just did not happen. Uh, however, I am finally feeling more human now, so I am back. I'm also very excited because my own Disney trip is in just a little bit over two months now, which I'm so, so, so excited for. I know that on previous episodes, I've talked about how much we love staying at the Contemporary, mostly for the location, and that is where we had planned to stay this trip, but we actually ended up switching resorts to the new Riviera Resort. We used, uh, there's a Disney visa promotion going on right now. So we were able to get a one bedroom villa for cheaper than a regular room at the Contemporary. So I'm watching all of the news coming out about the Riviera Resort really closely. Um, I'm really excited that's going to be opening in just about two or three weeks at this point. So yeah, I'm super excited. My fast pass date is coming up soon. Then I get to start making my daily plans. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm excited. Now, speaking of 2020 trips, if you have one and you want to talk about it, please submit it to my show. I do have some trips for 2020, but I don't have a ton. So please go to my website and it's super easy to see how to submit your trip. I use something called SpeakPipe, which basically lets you submit like a little voicemail from your phone or your computer. It's really easy. It lets me learn about your trip so that I can try to pick a good variety of types of trips to feature on my show. Anyway, this week we are going to hear from Melanie. This is her first trip to Disney World. I always hold a special place in my heart for first timers and it was great to hear about how she planned her trip. She also stayed off property, which I think gives such a great perspective since I mean, I know that's something that everyone considers at some point when you see the price tag of staying on property. So let's go ahead and get to Melanie's trip report. Hey, Melanie, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, Rachel. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's a bright, sunny fall day, but we're supposed to be getting snow in Minnesota this weekend, and it's too early for that stuff. You know what's strange is I live in North Carolina, and we're recording this, you know, the beginning of October. A couple of days ago, it hit 100 degrees here. Oh, my goodness. I'm hopeful for 80s and sunny when we get to Florida on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that will be awesome. Well, before we jump into your trip report, tell me a little bit about what is your Disney history? I don't have a very lengthy Disney history, but what I do have is the most amazing memories from being an eight-year-old little girl piling in the minivan from Bismarck, North Dakota, and driving all the way down to Disneyland and having my first full Disney experience at Disneyland. And then about 10 years later, as a college student, the worst winter in North Dakota, Minnesota history in 1996, my parents said, we're flying to Disney World. <laughs> and we didn't have to do any planning. There wasn't any websites or uh, fast passes at that time, but we had a wonderful vacation and it made me 
look forward to the day that I could plan my very own trip with my family. And finally, that time has come. Fun. Okay. So this is the first trip that you are planning. Yes. Um, it's been almost a year in the making and I've really prided myself on almost becoming my own, I call it a PhD in Disney, <laughs> um, really submersing myself in the world of Disney and understanding all of it and buying all the books, doing all the interviews with friends who have had trips and trying to understand everything to make the trip as well thought out and planned so we can just really kick back and relax when we get there. Awesome. Okay. Are you somebody who likes to have a lot of flexibility built into your plans? Or are you somebody who likes a lot of structure in your plans? Where do you fall on that on that scale? I love having a lot of structure. So I feel secure and very excited. The more I feel the more information I know, the better I feel. But once we get there, I know that my the kid in me will kick in and I will say, Oh, I want to go do this. And so things might fall to the wayside. And I want to maintain that flexible attitude that I'm there to make memories. I'm there for my kids to enjoy the things that they're interested in. So I want to go in with a really great plan and maybe be flexible along with that. I think that's a great plan because if you go into it with no plan and then say, oh, wait, we need more structure while you're there, mm -hmm. that would be rough. But it's a lot easier to have a plan and say, you know what? These are the pieces of the plan that we are going to either put on hold or throw in the garbage or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. And just know that from hearing other people's stories, rides break down, weather gets crazy, things happen, it gets hot or it's whatever. And just to know this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's flow with the with the whatever happens. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. So who is going to be going on this trip with you? I will be going with my husband, Naif, and our son, Caleb is 10. Our son, Gabriel is eight. And our daughter, Soraya is five going on 15. <laughs> the five of us going on this adventure. Fun. Okay. Awesome. Now, how are you going to be getting there? Well, um, I'm excited to say my husband is a diamond flyer and he travels on Delta almost every single week. So we are flying on Delta and we have a nonstop flight from Minneapolis to Orlando. It's a very early morning flight leaving at 7.05 on a Sunday. So we're hopeful to get there and enjoy the whole day, our arrival day in Orlando. Awesome. Okay. So what are your trip dates? We are heading out on Sunday, October 13th, and returning on the, let's see, the 19th, later in the, the evening. Okay. You said Sunday the 13th through, mm -hmm. are you coming back on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday the 19th of October. Okay, Saturday. Perfect. All right. So Saturday the 19th. Awesome. And how did you pick those dates? We have a yearly fall break in Minnesota during that time. It's called MEA and it's a teacher's convention week. So our kids are already out of school Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of next week. So we're really only pulling them out for the two days and we're fine with that. And I'd also researched and found that that time of year is typically still really warm and sunny and maybe not the intensity of the crowd levels as you get close to Christmas break and things like that. Um, also, I really wanted to experience the Halloween party. It was very intriguing to me, and I thought it would be a special, fun event for our family. 
Awesome. Okay. So where are you going to be staying? We are fortunate that because my husband is a traveler, he attains Marriott points and he is a Marriott ambassador. So we are able to stay at Marriott Harbor Lakes, which is not on property, which is a little interesting. It adds a little bit of a um, side turn to our planning, but it is amazing because we'll be in a villa with two bedrooms, a full kitchen, living room, beautiful pool area with water slides. And we decided to take the advantage Uh, the financial advantage of getting to stay on points and being off property versus staying on a Disney property this trip. Awesome. Now, how far away is that from the Disney parks? Is it a pretty quick drive or is it a little bit farther? Great question. I believe it's about a 15-minute drive from the maps that I've studied. It's near uh, Disney Springs, kind of that SeaWorld side. Uh So I'm I'm anticipating it'll be a 15-minute drive at least to some of the parks. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, how many days worth of tickets do you have? We did three-day tickets plus the Halloween party. Okay. So it'll really four park days, but one of the days is a Magic Kingdom Halloween party night. Okay. Are those park hopper tickets or one park per day? One park per day for this trip. Okay. We decided to focus in on one place at a time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So tell mm-hmm. me a little bit. So obviously the um, the party ticket you'll be at Magic Kingdom. For those other mm-hmm. three days, are you going to try to hit the other three parks or will you give yourself some additional Magic Kingdom time and skip one of the parks? What our plan is to, we really looked at touring plans and how to best navigate the week. And we definitely wanted to hit parks during the week versus the weekend. So on our arrival day, we are just getting in, probably heading to the pool, really relaxing. And then the next day on that Monday morning, we're going to get to Animal Kingdom bright and early in the morning. Okay. We are the only park we're not going to visit is Epcot. So we're doing Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and then back to Magic Kingdom for the Halloween party. Okay. So you have a full day at Magic Kingdom plus the party. That's right. What made you decide that you wanted to skip Epcot for this trip? I think just uh, it was a balancing act of the cost of doing another park day and also just uh, the interests of our children and what they really wanted to do. Um, We wanted to make sure that we really focused on our daughter this time because um, she's really into princesses and that's been my dream too. I would say maybe it's a little bit of mom dream with daughter Uh dream. (laughs) coming true here. And uh, we know Magic Kingdom has a lot to offer there and really just wanting to focus on some of the Star Wars world for our boys too. Mm, Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk about the highlights you are most excited about at each park. Mm -hmm. You mentioned um, Star Wars. So at Hollywood Studios, I'm guessing that Galaxy's Edge is going to be a focus time for you guys. I believe it will be for my husband and sons, and we've already decided that we might split up a little bit and let the boys do the Star Wars world for a couple of hours, and then my daughter and I will venture out and do Toy Story, maybe some of the different shows that appeal to her younger age group, and let the 8- and the 10-year-old boy and my husband really delve into galaxy's edge let's face it when your husband is there he's going to be acting like an eight or ten year old boy he is going to be so (laughs) excited 
He really will. I think he's um, not sure what to expect, but once we get there and they're submersed into that environment, uh-huh. from what I've heard, it's just absolutely unbelievable. Oh, yeah. So it's exciting. I love the idea of splitting up a little bit. You know, it's fun to have time together as a whole family, but, you know, the last thing you want is to have your daughter super, super bored because she doesn't care about Star Wars or your son's like, why did you drag us to this princess meet and greet? You know, I think it's good (laughs) to balance that time. That's a great idea. Thank you. I hope it works out for us. (laughs) Fun. All right. Now, do you have any dining reservations on this trip? Are you doing any table service meals? We are. I was very excited to research and make some decisions. We are not on any kind of a Disney dining plan. Rather, we budgeted and we planned for the meal experiences that we felt would be most meaningful for our family. And so on our arrival day, um, we're going to take our daughter, Soraya, to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique at Disney Springs and do the photo shoot and get her all dolled up. And then later that evening, we have a 7.45 p.m. reservation at 1900 Park Fair at the Floridian. Okay. And I felt like this was a nice balance for us because my boys are accommodating to their little sister and wanting to meet Cinderella and the prince. But I also know the characters are there, the evil stepmother and stepsisters. And I, all of my children are extroverts, so I feel like they're really going to get a kick out of those characters. <laughs> and... You know, who can't beat a great buffet at Disney? So we're going to kick it off that night at at 1900 Park Fair. Awesome. Okay. And then I did score one of the Cinderella Royal Table Reservations on our Magic Kingdom Day for my daughter and I. We have a lunch reg- um we have a lunch reservation, the two of us at the Royal Table. And I'm very excited. This is a bucket list item for me. I can't wait to be sitting in the castle and just taking it all in. And I get a little bit of um, like shell shock when I see the princesses live. It just takes me back to being that little eight-year-old girl that was in awe of the princesses. So I'm very excited. Awesome. Okay. Do you have any specific dining plans at Hollywood Studios? We do. We actually did two reservations there because we wanted to make sure the boys felt special that we Mm -hmm. were catering to them too. So I was able to get an early lunch at Sci-Fi Diner. My kids love movies. They love cars. So that idea was neat to do something a little more casual, but that resonated with them. And then we did the Fantasmic dining package at Mama Melrose for the evening. Okay. And I've heard um, hit or miss reviews about Mama Melrose, but I mean, pasta steak, I'm sure it'll be great. And then having the fast pass for the Fantasmic show that night or the reserved seating, I think will be really nice. Um, Our oldest son, Caleb, is on the autism spectrum. So Um, the less that we have to wait, the more reservations that we have, or we don't have to worry about big crowds and standing in lines, that will be the best for him. Yeah, that's a great idea. I like that. Okay, awesome. So for Animal Kingdom, what are the highlights you're most excited about there? I think the Wilderness Explorers program where kids can attain badges and go around and do more of a scavenger hunt will be phenomenal for my boys who are eight and 10. They're both Cub Scouts and they love the sort of thing where they get to do an activity and have kind of a goal in mind. Yeah. Um, also just, of course, the Flight of Passage um, Pandora World sounds thrilling. 
One thing that's great about our family is we're all tall. Our <laughs> daughter meets the um, requirement for all of the rides except for some of the major roller coasters. So we're hopeful that we can all um, get on the big rides and enjoy some of these fascinating um, places that have gotten a lot of attention and acclaim. So I would say the major rides, um, Everest and Kilimanjaro Safari, um, all of the good um, exciting rides there at Animal Kingdom, the thrill rides will be fun for our family, along with some of the downtime that you can use to just explore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a lot of exploring to be done at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. One thing I was excited about is a fast pass for the Festival of the Lion King. Um, I know it may not be the most desirable, but again, to get maybe preferential seating or to get in right away for a show really means a lot. So I was excited to get that fast pass. Nice. Okay. Perfect. All right. And then for kids that age, pretty much the uh, the pinnacle of Disney trips, Magic Kingdom, what are you most excited about there? I would say uh, some of the classic rides are going to be amazing. The Peter Pan ride, we were able to get a fast pass for um, going to some of the meet and greets for characters. We did not attain a fast pass for the Seven Doors Mine Train, but we're hopeful that um, with my son having the disability pass with his sensory needs that we'll be able to have a return time and not have to wait for hours and hours to get on Mine Train. We're very excited about the shows that are offered and the parade in the afternoon. Just some of the classic events are really exciting to us. Um, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean and Adventureland and, and different places like that. So I think just taking it all in, having a light plan and enjoying the, the classic rides at Magic Kingdom. Awesome. Yeah, I think that sounds like a great plan. And I love that Disney offers the the pass for people who are, you know, on the autism spectrum or have other needs, because, you know, mm-hmm. the last thing you want is them being put in a situation that's going to be really difficult to them that then makes it so that they can't enjoy the ride or can't enjoy the rest of the day. So um, I think it's great that you get that level of flexibility that you need for your family. Absolutely. It's not something that you'd ever want to um, think about when you're going to a theme park, but it makes such a huge difference when you have a child with special needs that you would really have to leave. You would not be able to absolutely stand in line or endure the time, even with an older child like that. It's just they're not physically capable. And so it is amazing that they give those type of accommodations for kiddos that need it. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. Well, it sounds like you guys are going to just pack an absolutely huge amount of fun into your park time. So I'm so (laughs) excited to hear about it. Thank you. Yes, I did want to mention that we were able to get a reservation with friends at the end of the week for dining at Ohana at the Polynesian. And that is another bucket list eating item, I think, for my husband and I, because, um, we love food. Who doesn't love food? <laughs> and our friends are going to be staying at the Polynesian and they had the ability to make some reservations for a party of seven for us all to be there to kind of cap off our trip toward the end of the week. So we're really looking forward to that. Fun. Is that going to be breakfast or lunch or dinner? That'll be dinner, dinner. on that Friday night. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to hear about how that goes. Thank you. Very cool. Well, you guys have so much fun and we will talk to you again soon when you get back. 
Wonderful. Can't wait. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Melanie, welcome back from your trip. Thank you so much. Glad to be home, but definitely having some Disney homesickness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the normal feeling. And I like what you said about glad to be home, but also that, you know, Disney's kind of your 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 extra home. It really was. It was a magical place. Awesome. Well, I want to hear all about it. So you guys were going to be getting there on Sunday, October 13th. So how did your arrival day go? We had a really lovely day um, with kind of a funny story mixed in, but we did leave Minneapolis, uh, 7 a.m. flight on Delta. We had a wonderful, easy travel experience. My husband is a Delta Diamond Flyer, so he knows the ins and outs of the airport. We um, had a one-way trip or a nonstop trip, I should say, and we arrived then at around 11 a.m. in Orlando. It was beautiful, sunny. All of our baggage came on time, and we rented a car, a large Suburban, which was perfect for a family of five, and we drove right to lunch. Uh, we decided to stop at a Buffalo Wild Wings right near our resort, and we really enjoyed that, kind of a little kickoff lunch. And then we checked into the Marriott Harbor Lakes, which is a villa resort for Marriott time share owners, about 15 minutes from the Disney World Parks. Okay. Now you mentioned it's for timeshare owners. Are you guys owners there or are you able to just kind of rent like you would a hotel? Yes, we were able to rent. Um, again, since my husband is quite a frequent traveler, he has a high status at Marriott, and we were able to book this about 10 months in advance and get a two-bedroom villa with a full kitchen, living room. The resort had two different pool areas along with different activities, and we just really enjoyed having that space. It was crucial for our family of five, for the kiddos to have their own area with their own bathroom and we had a really great time um, stopping at the grocery store, stocking up our pantry, and having a little home base. Nice. Okay. What did you all do that afternoon? We decided to take it easy, and it was a beautiful 89-degree day, so we spent time at the pool and just really relaxed for a couple of hours, went down some water slides, and then we ordered an Uber to take my daughter and myself to Disney Springs as we had a 5 p.m. appointment at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Now, this is where the funny story comes in. I was not planning ahead as effectively, and I wish I wouldn't have rushed our time. I didn't recognize how large of a complex Disney Springs is, and uh. I knew on the map where Bibbidi Bobbidi was, but since we weren't driving, our Uber driver dropped us off on the complete opposite end of Bibbidi Bobbidi. And uh. we left at about 4.30. Our appointment was at 5. You can imagine it wasn't very uh, <laughs> pleasurable running through Disney Springs <laughs> with a five-year-old carrying a Cinderella dress in 90-degree heat. But I knew I didn't want to be – I knew we could be 15 minutes late for the appointment, but I didn't want to be 30 minutes late. So imagine mom running with her, my five-year-old daughter through Disney Springs, and it was a Sunday night. It was a <laughs> holiday weekend because of Columbus Day. So my regret, and it was probably one of the only regrets of the trip, was to have left a little bit more travel time to Disney Springs from our resort 
And once we got to Bibbidi Bobbidi, the cast members were so kind and helpful. They said, just relax, sit down, we'll get you taken care of. And it was a beautiful experience. I, I've never smiled so much. I think my face hurt from smiling. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad your face hurt from smiling instead of your feet hurting from running. I must have ran a mile. It was funny, but my daughter kept up. She was so excited. And uh, once we got in, we had the most lovely fairy godmother in training. Her name was Ruth, and she was so sweet. I was very surprised how they interact with the children in that they don't ask them a lot of questions. Rather, they tell them stories. And she told my daughter some cute little princess jokes and just really made it a relaxing, memorable experience. Fun. That's awesome. Yes. And then after our Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, my husband and my sons picked us up at Disney Springs. They just swung around the valet and picked us up and we drove to the Grand Floridian Resort for our dinner reservation at 1900 Park Fair. Fun. I definitely have to say this is one of the highlights of our trip. I didn't know what to expect, but we had a 7.35 p.m. reservation. We checked in and had to wait about 15 minutes. My daughter was all dolled up like Cinderella. It was very sweet. And we took some photos outside by the fountains just of our family And when we came into the restaurant, the buffet was wonderful. They had so many great selections for children and adults. And my kids felt like they were completely being spoiled with all of the wonderful buffet items like cheese pizza, um, chicken nuggets, butter noodles, all the good kid foods that you would expect. And then for adults, they had a carving station with prime rib, wonderful salads, different types of pastas, seafood, We definitely felt like we had exceptional service and just a wonderful dinner that night. Nice. That's awesome. One thing that was a highlight was just the character interaction. The prince and princess Cinderella came over to our table. The prince danced with my daughter. We were able to video that. We had uh, an autograph mat from a photo frame that we used to get autographs. Mm -hmm. And my boys, ages 8 and 10, were absolutely thrilled with the interaction they had with the step stepsisters they mm. actually really liked it they were blushing they thought it was fun they took pictures with them and those were some of the funniest moments because they really got a kick out of the attention they got from the stepsisters it was cute fun that's awesome and then we after that meal we did some pictures with the photo pass photographer with the glass slipper, I would highly recommend taking time to do that. We got some beautiful family photos and we were on our way back to the hotel to get rest for our next full day at the park. Now, I'm not familiar with that photo opportunity. Is that at Grand Floridian? It is. As you exit the buffet or the dinner, it was in the back of the restaurant. There was a beautiful backdrop and a pillow with Cinderella's glass slipper. And the photo photographer was wonderful. He captured some very sweet shots of the kids looking down at the slipper, of our family surrounding it. It was really lovely. Awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So then Monday the 14th, um, what park did you guys go to that day? We decided to kick off our trip at Animal Kingdom. We knew we wanted to be there early, and it was a Columbus Day holiday, knowing the crowds would be a little 
heavy. It was absolutely insane. <laughs> it was so crowded. Yeah. But I took it with a grain of salt. Our expectation was to truly focus on our family and have fun no matter what. So we did get to the park at rope drop. We were able to get through security really quickly. We did bring a stroller with us. We stopped by guest services immediately as my son, Caleb, is on the autism spectrum and we wanted to get the DAS pass. They were so accommodating. They really listened to our concerns and they got us the DAS pass very quickly. It was a very seamless process. Good. And then we went to stand in line for Navi River Journey. Okay. It was a 15 minute line. So it wasn't bad. And we truly enjoyed that ride. It was a nice relaxing way to kind of kick off the morning. And Pandora is just so beautiful and fascinating. We just spent time walking around and enjoying the scenes in Pandora. Awesome. Um, As we were going out, this wasn't part of our plan, but we saw the character line start to form for Russell and Doug from uh-huh. the movie Up. And again, one of our goals was to get some different signatures for our photo frame, which we brought with us. So we were able to meet Russell and Doug. We did a family picture in Pandora in front of the Tree of Life. That was really amazing. We went to the It's Tough to Be a Bug show. Again, those were basically walk-on. We didn't have to wait too long. Um We stopped in Africa and got one of the special popcorn buckets and had that filled. And that was definitely one of the highlight snacks for the trip. We all love popcorn. And to be able to fill that bucket up for $2 wherever we wanted in any park was a great purchase for us. Awesome. And um, around 10 o'clock, our kiddos were super interested in doing the Wilderness Explorers journey. So we signed up for that and they got their books. And we went to our first Fast Pass of the morning, which was the Lion King show. Ooh, how was that show? Oh, it was absolutely phenomenal. It was a highlight. We took some video footage and the kids were enthralled. It was a lot of fun. It's just so beautiful. All the colors and the music and the showmanship was just fantastic. We loved it. And um, we also went to um, Pandora and there was a large gentleman in a machine called Skyler and uh-huh. my boy really interested in that in fact the gentleman running the giant it almost looks like a transformer called out my son Gabriel and had him participate in that little skit and it was pretty fascinating oh cool yeah um and then our next fast pass which was for the DAS pass for disability was for flight of passage The line for Flight of Passage was 240 minutes. Oh, my goodness. So we were really fortunate to have that disability pass. There's just no way my son would have been able to stand in line. Again, it was a 90-degree day with his anxiety and and just um, difficulty with sensory issues. um, We were able to walk through. Now, interesting about this ride, my son had a full-on panic attack inside the ride and felt very overwhelmed and decided not to go on it at the last. So we were, we were encouraging to him, but the cast member was amazing. Her name was Rachel. I'll never forget her. And even though my son didn't go on the ride, he felt like just that interaction with Rachel was one of the best moments of the trip, believe it or not, because she was so kind to him. She just said, we're going to do a rider swap mom, you go with the two kids, dad, stay here. She engaged with him. She asked him questions. She calmed him down. By the time we got out, my husband went with the other two again and they got to ride flight of passage 
two times in a row, which was kind of phenomenal. Nice. And I found the ride to be absolutely thrilling. I almost had tears in my eyes because it was so surreal. It was amazing. That's awesome. Very, very fun. Um, After Flight of Passage, we were all ready for a lunch break. So we didn't have a plan for that day. We didn't have dining reservations. We ordered from Pizza Zola on our mobile app and just went and picked it up and just kind of enjoyed pizza. We were all really hungry after all the walking. That seemed like such a large park with lots of walking and exercise. So we enjoyed lunch. I would say Pizza Zola was fine. It wasn't one of the best meals of our trip, but it was you know, pretty much what you'd expect getting quick service in the parks. Did you mean Pizza Fari by any chance? That is the name of the restaurant. Okay. I wrote it down incorrectly. You're oh, right. That's it's okay. That's all right. I, yes. I was like, is there a new restaurant? <laughs> no, that's the one. It's the pizza place. Okay. Correct. Okay. And then we decided to get another disability pass because it was getting really hot in that middle afternoon around 1.30. So we went to the uh, Kali River Rapids. Okay. And the way the DAS works is you have to actually physically go to the ride and have the attendant scan the person with the DAS pass and then return later. And that was fine. It just takes a little bit more planning and anticipation to physically go there Uh and then they will give you the return time. And that's fine. I think it helps to make it fair. You're not ever overusing the pass. You can only use one at a time and it worked really effectively. Um, We did do the Kilimanjaro Safari Fast Pass at 2.30 in the afternoon and had a wonderful time. I had done some research and it said to try to get on that ride in the morning, but we didn't have any complaints. We saw a lot of active animals and it was really fun to go and we had a, a lovely experience. Good. Okay. After the safari, we went over to the Dinosaur USA area and my daughter proclaims that the dinosaur twirling ride is her favorite ride of Animal Kingdom, which is hilarious to me. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of old school. But we also got in line to meet Goofy. It was only about five minutes long and the kids got a kick out of meeting Goofy and getting his autograph. And then later we had uh, our extra fast pass of the day for the Nemo show. Okay. And really fun just to kind of be over there in dinosaur land go over to Nemo enjoy the show and then after the show we had our DAS pass for the Kali River Rapids and we laughed our heads off because we got soaked and it was a lot of fun nice I think as long as you're prepared for getting soaked like that then it can be fun Absolutely. I have to say we were so tired after that day and we had full plans to go to the Rivers of Light show that evening but we just with the heat and the extreme crowds that was really our last ride the river rapids around six o'clock we left the park we were so tired and we thought oh my goodness I can't imagine if this is going to be how the whole trip goes that we're going to be so tired but we were and we ended up getting our momentum and um, were able to last a little bit longer in the parks throughout the week awesome well that's good And that evening, we didn't have dinner reservations. We decided to get back to our hotel, grab some Subway sandwiches and eat dinner at at our hotel and just really relax and get to bed early for a big early morning at Magic Kingdom. Awesome. That's the nice thing about having a room with extra space like that, that you can go back, enjoy a meal, have plenty of room to just kind of stretch out, relax a little bit. Absolutely. And just even take a dive in the pool for an hour, cool off, and then kind of regroup. Awesome. Okay. All right. So Tuesday the 15th, you said, was Magic Kingdom? 
oh, this was my favorite day ever. It was so <laughs> beautiful. And I know what they say about mornings in the Magic Kingdom. It's just absolutely stunning. I had kind of forgotten that it takes a while to actually physically get to the park. So uh, we did plan ahead. We left our hotel at 730 in the morning. We didn't have the access to the early magic hours. So we knew we wanted to be there as close to eight o'clock as we could. We ended up riding the ferry to Magic Kingdom, which worked well since we didn't have to dismantle our stroller. We could Uh just drive right onto the ferry. Our first ride of the day was the Thunder Mountain. We had the fast pass for at 815 in the morning. Uh So five-year-old daughter who was tall enough, that was her first ride. I think she was a little bit... um, caught off guard because Uh it is more of a thrill roller coaster ride but she really did love it oh good we were able to stop by splash mountain and get a das pass as the ride wait time i think was close to an hour already in the morning oh wow but we did thunder mountain splash mountain right away because they're right next to each other and that was a a really neat way to start off our morning at magic kingdom (laughs) fun um Of course, before we went down to those rides, we did spend a little bit of time at the start of Main Street, just taking it all in. I wanted to be in the moment and take a family picture with a photo pass photographer and just really enjoy my kids' first glance at the castle, which was something I'll never forget. Yeah. And um, my ultimate favorite moment was our next Fast Pass, which was Belle's Enchanted Castle. And all of my children are very extroverted. They wanted to be a part of the show with Belle. And they each got a part in the show. And the interaction between Belle and my 10-year-old son was just priceless. And it brought tears to my eyes. I didn't think I would have one of those moments where I'd actually be crying. But I think it was that idea of he's 10 years old. He's not going to be willing to do these types of things. And it was kind of like taking a little glimpse of this is his childhood and he's getting this experience. So it was amazing. Awesome. (laughs) Fantasyland was pretty packed that morning. So we grabbed a DAS pass for Peter Pan. The line was, I think, around 50 to 60 minutes wait. So we did Peter Pan. We went over to Small World, which was about a 20-minute wait in line. Um, At that point in time, we split up, which was a good plan for our family. My husband and boys went over to Tomorrowland. That was kind of the place they wanted to be. And my daughter and I went to lunch at Cinderella's Royal Castle. We had a 205 reservation. And that was definitely, aside from the Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Castle show, lunch at Royal Castle was my favorite time at Magic Kingdom. Fun. We had a beautiful table um, that was up in the top part of the castle that overlooked one of the windows. Our server was amazing. I had glanced at the menu before we went, and I ordered the castle salad and the beef tenderloin and their cheesecake dessert, and it was decadent. It was, for me, the experience and the food, it was worth the higher price tag as we're not on the dining plan. But my daughter loved the chicken nuggets and the grapes and cheese appetizer and was treated like a princess called princess. And every time a different princess was announced, they came directly over to our table right away. It was almost like we felt like we were the VIPs. It was probably their rotation that they went on, but Uh it was 
here's, you know, Ariel isn't out. She comes right over to us. And my daughter, Soraya, was just starstruck and would just get up and interact and have her photo taken. And they were just absolutely lovely and gave us a lot of attention. So that was fun. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, my husband and boys did the mobile ordering lunch at Cosmic Rays and had a great experience. They did burgers and fries and went on the race cars and ended up getting a DAS pass for Space Mountain. Um, I, we never, the, my daughter and I didn't end up riding Space Mountain. We felt like it was just a little bit too much of a thrill ride for her, but the boys loved it. And oh, they, good. they thought it was amazing. I think Space Mountain is even harder for kids who are kind of questionable on the thrill ride thing because the yeah. way you sit is just kind of one person in front and front and front. And so you can't sit next to them and hold their hand or anything. They can't even see you in the ride. Right. In my boys, eight and 10, loved it, would have ridden it five times in a row. But I think my daughter it would have been a little scary for her. Yeah. You know, one thing I have to say about the trip is that it really was awesome of uh, the pacing because we had the fast passes that I was able to get 30 days in advance. But I think my husband is very logistical. He's an engineer. He was really able to read the map and say, okay, let's go here next. Let's do this. So it felt like it was planned, but yet I also felt like we were free to do kind of what we wanted to do the whole day. It was really neat. That's a really good balance. I like that. I am a parade fanatic. So I told my husband at the beginning of the day, it was important for me to get a really good spot for the parade, even if it meant maybe sitting somewhere for 30 to 45 minutes. So I let him scout it out and I have to give him an A++ for the spot that he picked. And I'm happy to share it with people because I thought it was amazing if the parade is going in the same direction. But we ended up being in um, Liberty Square in front of Yield Christmas Store on the shady side. And it was the perfect spot because the door was open and all of the air conditioning from the store was blowing on us. <laughs> nice. And I think we waited there about 40 minutes ahead of the two o'clock parade. But I mean, the parade, I think I was just smiling ear to ear. We got a lot of great photos and it was so energetic and wonderful. It was one of the highlights of our day. Oh, good. Following the parade, we went to meet Rapunzel and Tiana. It was about a 15 minute wait. We were fine with that. Rapunzel is my daughter Soraya's absolute favorite princess. So it was very important to her to get to Rapunzel. Oh, that's awesome. It was a neat experience going into the hall, the fairy tale hall, too. It was just kind of fun. It was like, oh, we're going into an actual room, and you felt like you got a little bit more time with mm -hmm. the princesses. Um, we did get a DAS pass for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. My daughter was extremely worried about riding that roller coaster, so we did a rider switch, and it worked out beautifully. My boys got to ride it twice in a row again, and it was a lot of fun. That was my ultimate favorite ride of Magic Kingdom. It was really well done. Awesome. Yeah, I uh, I like the idea of being able to do the rider swap for the kids because that way they get to ride it twice. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Uh, following that, we decided to venture up to the Under the Sea aerial ride and kind of start to do more relaxing things throughout our afternoon. There was no wait for that ride. It's the classic. It was really exciting for us and we enjoyed it. And then we had a fast pass for Jungle Cruise. So we ventured over to that area and jumped on our 
Jungle Cruise ride, and then from there went to Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm curious, Jungle Cruise, what did your kids think of that? Because they're probably not old enough to get all of the super punny jokes. So (laughs) what did they think of the experience overall? Great question. So our tour guide was a younger guy and he was really sweet. And our kids sat right up in the front, right next to him. And even though they didn't catch on to his humor, they laughed their heads off. I think (laughs) he even got a kick out of it because they were so cute and they were really into it. And it was fun because I would suggest sitting right up close to the, the, comedian or the driver of the boat, shall we say. And that was a lot of fun. It it was relaxing and cute and kind of funny after going on an actual safari in Animal Kingdom the day before and then to go on the Jungle Cruise. It was pretty silly. Ah, Okay. Oh, that's cool. And then you said you did Pirates after that? Yes. Pirates was wonderful. We didn't have a fast pass, but it was about a 20 minute wait and the queue was really cute. So it was nice very relaxing. Um, then we went back over to Tomorrowland as the kids really wanted to do the Laugh Floor show, mm-hmm. the Monsters Incorporated. We did that and we went over and did the Buzz Lightyear Astro Shooter ride. And to top off the day, since it was a party day and we didn't have tickets that night, we let the kids pick out any treat that they wanted. And they did strawberry smoothies and ice cream cones over in Tomorrowland. Ooh. I cannot remember the shop that we went to, but really excellent large portions. And we took a lot of photos because they just truly enjoyed those ice cream treats at the end of the day. Awesome. So we ventured back to the hotel. We grabbed Chick-fil-A, our favorite, on the way back to the hotel. We jumped in the pool as soon as we got there. Again, ate kind of a simple dinner back at the hotel and geared up for our biggest day of the week, which was Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. All right. How'd your Hollywood Studios day go? Oh, it was fantastic. I have to say the whole day and the momentum of the day surprised me and as my daughter would say, we killed it. We, had <laughs> we did rope drop till midnight that day. Oh my goodness. Now, that is not for the weak at heart, but I would say <laughs> what saved us was planning. And the reason why is that that was the day that we had two wonderful dining reservations that gave us a chance to get off our feet, go into the air conditioning. And I can't wait to tell you about our experiences, but we um, arrived at rope drop and the boys this day was really about them. They kind of felt like they had the princess dinners and the princess meetings the last couple days. It was about their sister. And today was about Caleb and Gabriel. So we first ran into the hall where you can meet Chewbacca and Darth Vader. Okay. And this was really fun. We did have to wait a little bit. We, enjoyed just kind of hanging out looking at some of the artifacts and different things from the star wars sets and things like that Uh Um, chewbacca darth vader a lot of fun and then we decided to split up because we had fast passes my boys and my husband had a fast pass to the rock and roller coaster okay and my and I had a fast pass to Voyage of the Little Mermaid. So after we did the meet and greets in the Star Wars land, we ran off to our fast passes. We had a little bit of time after our Little Mermaid show. And my daughter and I came out to surprise found 
Fancy Nancy and Vampirina. So we got to stand in line and meet those characters. Fun. A lot of fun. The boys had a blast on the rock and roller coaster and not for the faint of heart. I think that's definitely a really fast-paced ride and better for older kiddos. Did your son sit together and your husband sit by himself or did he sit with the eight-year-old? I think my husband sat with my eight-year-old and my 10-year-old son was by himself and that worked out. Yeah, he's pretty independent and has done, he loves thrill rides and loves roller coasters. So it worked out really well. Fun. Okay. I just want to give a shout out to the photo pass the way they capture people's reactions in the rides. It was great because I wasn't on the ride with them, but I feel like I got to get a sense of how they were doing from those fast pass or those photo pass photos. <laughs> They're <Nice>. funny. <laughs> now, did you have memory maker? We did. We okay. actually traveled to Disney world with our very close family friends. So we purchased it together and split the cost. Oh, perfect. Okay. Worked out really well. Uh, we did have an early lunch reservation at 11.05 that day at the Sci-Fi Diner. I can't give this enough stars, five-plus stars. We <laughs> really had a fantastic experience because of the intensity of the morning and what our kids need. We walked in. Everyone was so friendly, and it was so quiet and dark and relaxing in that restaurant. I was not expecting that at all. When you hear the word diner, you're thinking, oh, there's a lot of chaos and a lot of people talking. And it was so relaxing. The best part about it was they gave us one of the big cars to sit in. You feel like you're in the 50s. And our kids were in their own rows. And for finally, for the first time of the day, my husband and I just got to sit next to each other. We kind of helped the kids figure out what they wanted to order. But We were just enjoying some peace and quiet for a little while. Nice. That's awesome. And I treated myself. I'm typically a pretty healthy eater, but I ordered a chocolate milkshake right out of the gate. (laughs) (laughs) And my husband and I split an appetizer, the deep fried pickles, like a pickle chip, and we split a steak sandwich. And it was phenomenal. It came with fries. The kids' meals were amazing. Our server was so kind. And our kids have really good manners, and they were pretty great. She gave them refills on their juice boxes. It's it's like it just kept coming, and they were so pleased with their meals and loved the ambiance and where we were enjoying our lunch. Nice. Lots of fun. Um, after lunch, we walked over to the Frozen sing-along and then right across the street to the Indiana Jones show. What helped us that day, I was given access to the Touring Plans app. And because there are so many shows at Hollywood Studios, it was really helpful to have the app because I basically plugged in everything we wanted to see that day, which was a nice mix of Star Wars stuff and princess stuff and everything in between. And the app would tell me where to go to next as far as time. So when there's shows that are starting on the half hour and you don't want to have to look up every single one, it was nice to have that app. It was really handy to be able to see, oh, we can go right across from Indiana Jones and go to Beauty and the Beast. And it was really helpful. Nice. That's awesome. I'm curious, the Frozen show, what did your boys think of that? 
You know, they've grown up with a mom who is a theater girl who sings a lot of Broadway and <laughs> a sister who's very theatrical. And we're constantly singing and acting out shows. So they loved it. They didn't sing as loudly. I, I had a few head turns turning back at me like, oh, this mom's really singing. But I'm like, hey, this is what you're supposed to be doing here. Exactly. So I enjoyed it. I was a kid again that day. And I would have to say one of the highlights for me was the Beauty and the Beast show. We had a fast pass to get in and get really good seats down in the lower part. I know that sometimes the shows aren't people's top priority, but I really thought the production, the costumes, the music, the acting was absolutely exceptional. And I have to say, even Gaston won my heart. He was hilarious. The actor that played that part was so funny. We really enjoyed that show. Oh, that's awesome. Um, after Beauty the Beast, Lightning McQueen Academy was on our list. We went over there. It was super cute and cool, and my boys absolutely loved it. It was super sweet. And even my daughter enjoyed it. So a lot of fun. I'd recommend the Lightning McQueen Academy. And on our way back to head over to Star Tours, we were walking down the street in Hollywood Studios, and there was a comedy show in the middle of the street. And we stopped for about 20 minutes and just enjoyed the performance by five different actors dressed up in 40s attire. And they were having a comedy competition and they were all in character. And it was really phenomenal. We were blown away at the talent. Fun. Uh, we did the Star Tours Fast Pass. It was one of our later day fast passes and that's the simulator ride where you're riding through on one of the star Wars spaceships. And I do get motion sickness. I started to get a little bit of motion sickness when we were at animal kingdom on flight of passage. So I just closed my eyes. I am going to be honest here. I closed my eyes throughout the entire star tours, (laughs) (laughs) but my kids loved it. They thought it was fantastic. So Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm glad you were able to make it through it in whatever way worked for you. Yeah, it it was still fun, but I feel like I was taking one for the team at that point. Yeah. <laughs> when we left the ride and went through the gift shop, my sweet son, Gabriel, realized he had left his lanyard in the ride. And he we did the pin trading throughout the trip was which was really fabulous. Wonderful activity for the kids to do. I purchased lanyards and we gave the kids a huge bulk set of pins that we'd purchased online and we let them pick them out before our days at the park. So they spent a lot of time going up to cast members and trading pins for ones they really liked. And my son was devastated that he left his lanyard on the Star Tours ride, but the cast members helped us go back. We had to wait about 20 minutes, but they were able to locate it. So that was good. Oh, good. Um, Then we had an earlier dinner reservation at Mama Melrose. It was like a 4.30 reservation. But by that time, we were really ready to sit down again after all of the walking. Mm -hmm. You cannot even imagine how many calories you're burning just by running (laughs) around the park. So we had an excellent meal. The service was phenomenal. My husband and I both ordered a steak. And the kids had pasta and pizza there, our meals came with dessert because we had the Fantasmic dining package, uh-huh. and the server presented us with coupons where we could go into kind of a VIP seating section later on for the show. This was one of the best reservations I was able to attain. Again, it was the thirty—I'm sorry, the 180 days in advance. 
I feel like I somewhat stumbled upon it, but yet it was an earlier dinner reservation time that might not be as desirable, but we loved our dinner. Again, five stars. It was one of the best steaks I've ever had, and our service was wonderful. We enjoyed the meal very much. Oh, good. Very, very good. Um, following dinner at Mama Melrose, earlier in the day, we had stopped by the Jedi training sign up and got the three kids on the schedule to participate in the Jedi training show. I would definitely say this was one of their favorite moments. Again, I have three kiddos who are extroverted. <laughs> they loved being a part of the training and the marching through the park and being up on stage actually getting to fight Darth Vader with their lightsaber. That was amazing. Oh, that's awesome. I know it seems like the day is ending and we haven't gotten to the most important parts of the park. <laughs> <laughs> but we did end up making the most of our night. So we did Galaxy's Edge at dusk. And this was an amazing experience for myself not being a Star Wars fan, really. I mean, I grew up with Star Wars in the 80s, but I've never really been a person who's been into the movies or into the whole theming of it. And I was blown away by this world and the realism and the detail and the way the stormtroopers are marching around. And they, they specifically loved my daughter. She was wearing a little Snow White character dress mm -hmm. and had her hair in pigtails. And I think that they thought that was pretty funny. They kept coming up to her and saying their lines, are you part of the rebellion? And it was so <laughs> sweet. Um, Chewbacca was walking around the land and that was amazing to my boys because they fully felt immersed in Galaxy's Edge. We did acquire a DAS for Millennium Falcon. That was definitely my son's favorite ride of the whole entire trip. They couldn't even believe it. They felt like they were in the movie and they loved it. Oh, that's awesome. Following our time at Galaxy's Edge, we went over to get in line for the Phantasmic show. Around 7.30, it was an 8 p.m. show. We had great seats with our dining package. We grabbed our refill of popcorn, and we had packed huge boxes of candy for the kids to enjoy in our backpacks. So mm -hmm. we just felt like we could hunker down, get ready for the show. And that was a really amazing show with fireworks. And, again, I love characters. I love parades. And there's a part where the boat comes out, and there's all these wonderful Disney characters, and it was really surprising and a lot of fun. Nice. That's awesome. And our final part of the day was Toy Story Land. We eventually got there. <laughs> and that's a great place to do later in the day when it's dark. Yes. And everyone, everything I'd read and researched said that it's such a hot place to be. There's not a lot of tree coverage or mm -hmm. shade. So again, for a 85 degree day at Disney, hitting toys, Toy Story Land late at night was perfect for us. I was so excited that the characters were still out. We got to meet Buzz Lightyear. We got to meet Jesse. We got signatures. We were able to re ride Slinky Dog. And again, my daughter did the rider share. So my kids rode it twice in a row. And it was really fantastic because we didn't have to stand in line too long since it was later at night. And we really enjoyed Toy Story Land. Fun. That's awesome. Um, we definitely enjoy just wandering around the park with the lower crowds late at night. And our final part of the day was going to the Star Wars Galaxies fireworks show in front of the, I believe it's a palace, Caesar's Palace. I think it's a Chinese theater. 
the Chinese theater. Yeah. And that was really nice. My daughter fell asleep on the cement on my lap, but we were like, yes, we made it. <laughs> That's fantastic. So that was really the fun part of um, the day is just knowing we had done everything. We'd seen every show. Again, I'm not sure that doing the full 12 hour day at Hollywood Studios is for everyone, but for us, it really worked. Yeah, it sounds like you guys made great use of your time. You did. And mm-hmm. I love how you talk about, you know, I've heard some people say that they don't like having multiple dining reservations in one day. And, you know, some people say, you know, I only want to do one or two dining reservations because they want to be on their feet in the parks. But I think when you have kids, those dining reservations are a great way to just kind of take a break, be yeah. in the air conditioning, decrease the stimulation a little bit and just kind of rest while also, you know, getting some food and it's, it's serving a purpose. You're not just taking a break by itself. I think it was the saving grace for us and we really enjoyed it. It was a note. We didn't have to think about what we were doing. It just was planned for us and it was really relaxing. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. So then the next day, Thursday, the 17th, what was that day? We needed to take a little bit of a break after those three very intense days. I thought that might be what your plan was going to be. So we really enjoy just being at the resort, participating in the hula hoop contests and the watermelon toss and the fun activities at the Marriott Harbor Lake. It was a beautiful, hot, sunny day. We were so fortunate to experience lovely weather and we enjoyed Um, We did have the kiddos get back to the room around one o'clock. We had sandwiches and snacks in our room and then we had them lay down and take naps because we were gearing up for our big night at the Halloween party. Okay. They did all sleep for about an hour and a half. We had them get up, get dressed in cute Halloween glow-in-the-dark shirts. My daughter wore a big tutu with a Minnie Mouse leotard And we knew we wanted to dress a little bit cooler, yet be themed in some way, because it was so hot and humid that night. And we know we wanted, we know our kids that, yes, it would have been fun to do costumes, but it was just too hot. Yeah. So we ended up getting to the park. You know, you can get into the Halloween party around 4 o'clock. We arrived at 4.30, like really giant crowds that night. It was a sold-out party. Our crowd level on the Tuesday we went to Magic Kingdom was about a three out of a 10. And we knew this was going to be a little more packed. But again, it's all about your expectations. And mine were just to have fun and to enjoy the things at Magic Kingdom we wanted to enjoy. And we definitely set out and we did all of that. So we um, initially had a fast pass for the Haunted Mansion right away, but we didn't really get there in time. So we just aborted that idea. And we enjoyed some of the photo opportunities when we first got in. Uh And we kind of went back to our tried and true area, which was Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain. The kids got to pick which ride they really wanted to do again that they loved on the day, the Tuesday we were there. Uh So those two rides and we were able to get on Mine Train again. Um, We did the Winnie the Pooh ride, which we weren't able to experience on that Tuesday and really enjoyed the queue and the family experience on Winnie the Pooh. And we decided we needed to stop and take a break after four or five rides. And we did the mobile order 
for Pecos Bills, which I'd get gotten as a recommendation that you can kind of load up on side items for nachos and fajitas. And we really enjoy that type of fare. Uh-huh. So we did Pecos Bills. It was really chaotic in the restaurant. <laughs> I don't know if that was definitely the number one dining choice, but at that point we were just hungry yeah, and we just wanted to get something and that was the way it went. So it was fine. Um, we ended up going over to the back part of Magic Kingdom and riding Barnstormer. And in the midst of all of this, we were definitely going through candy lines that looked like they were moving quickly. We got our bags. The kids were thrilled with getting a full-size Snicker bar and the big candy <laughs> pack that they give you. And really trying to just enjoy the ambiance, knowing it was really our last big park night. Yeah. Definitely stumbled upon the Disney Junior Dance Party. My daughter loved it. She loved seeing Doc McStuffins and dancing with Fancy Nancy. Vampirina. It was so cute. We went through the Laugh Factory again and got more candy. And my boys were featured on the big screen at the Laugh Factory that night. They did little five-minute shows, which was really cute. Fun. The line for Haunted Mansion was well over an hour And so we did end up using one of our DAS passes for Haunted Mansion, which worked really effectively. And we enjoyed that ride very much. Oh, good. One of the things that was on my bucket list for the Halloween party was getting the lantern picture over by Rapunzel's Tower. I had seen people in different groups post the photo And that was really meaningful. Again, Rapunzel is my daughter's favorite princess, and I love the story. So we did the lantern picture and went back over to Tomorrowland, rode Space Mountain, just the boys, while my daughter and I went to Monsters Incorporated Dance Party. That was awesome. Oh, fun. (laughs) And so we were the family that planned to do all the rides, the candy, the photos, and do all of the later shows and parades. So, um. I would recommend that if you have kids that can handle the late night, again, we had them take naps, planned it out, but we did the 10, 15 fireworks, kind of just squeezed in and found a spot in the middle in front of the castle. The 1045 Hocus Pocus show was really cute. My daughter fell asleep in the stroller. And then after the show, we just flipped our stroller around to the street and that's when the parade was coming through. So she woke up and all of a sudden this amazing Disney parade was happening before her eyes. It was oh, pretty that's sp- cool. Um, we did love that Halloween parade. It was unbelievable with the headless horsemen and the themed floats. It was my favorite part of the Halloween party. Oh, awesome. And then we went back into the park to do more candy runs because I knew people had said, if you can get back in there, they're going to get rid of all that candy. They'll just dump it into your bags. And sure enough, we got a lot of candy. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We did a couple magic photos and we were able to stop by the Walt Disney statue in the middle of the park before we left. That was my son's thing. He really wanted a late night photo in front of the castle, in front of the statue. So fun. And then we went home and everyone was exhausted at midnight. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, that is pretty impressive for two nights in a row of those late nights. I know. I was really proud of us. (laughs) Your kids definitely hang way better than my kids do. Well, they're a little bit older and we kind of uh, tried to space it out so they had little breaks here and there. Awesome. The next day was just a set-aside pool day at the resort. We had a beautiful mini golf facility there, so we played mini golf and just really enjoyed 
a lot of relaxation and chill time, playing football in the pool and enjoying. And that night was, I was awaiting almost my favorite dining reservation of the whole trip. So we ended up meeting the family that was traveling at the same time with us at the Polynesian Resort. And we had dinner reservations at Ohana. Fun. So we met up with them. And as we were walking into the Polynesian, I'd never been there before. We were all decked out in our cute little Hawaiian outfits. A gentleman approached us with a name badge and asked if we would be the VIP family for the fire torch ceremony. Hmm. And we were like, yes, we would. So <laughs> they took some really beautiful pictures with the performer our families watching the show made us feel really important, gave us lays, and it was really special that they selected us, and we really enjoyed that experience. That's so fun. Yeah, and we had dinner at Ohana. It was lovely. It was definitely for the adults. My kids didn't really enjoy the food as much as we did. Mm. We probably could have ordered them kids' meals. I, After thinking about it, I saw some plates come out that had fries and different things, but I, that wasn't even presented as an option. So we mm-hmm. had them try the food, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was amazing. I love their dumplings, their noodles. The appetizer plate is phenomenal, and the, the all-you-can-eat shrimp and chicken, it was awesome. Nice. I've heard such good things about it. I've never been there for dinner. We went, we went for breakfast once, but never for dinner. It's definitely a dinner selection that would be a great future thing to do. Again, my kids being more selective eaters, especially my daughter likes plain noodles. She doesn't like spice. It was a little bit challenging, but we just said, hey, you guys, some meals are for you guys and some meals are for mom and dad. So. Yep. Love that. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Did you do anything after that or just head back to the room? We did. Actually, our friends were staying at club level at the Polynesian, and we kind of wanted to check that out to see what that entailed. So we went up to their suite level, and they had amazing desserts. In addition to the dessert we already had, you Mm -hmm. have to try the extra desserts that they gave us. And they had basically all you could enjoy, wine, beer, cocktails. So we sat up in their suite level, and we watched the beautiful light parade come across the water with the boats. Okay. And that's something I didn't even expect we would be able to do. So we Uh got to that and kind of get a glimpse of what maybe more glamorous Disney resort stays would be like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) And it was really quite lovely. And the rooms at the Polynesian are very beautiful. Awesome. That's really cool. That's it's always nice when you can kind of have those fun, unexpected experiences. Absolutely. That's for sure. Definitely a highlight of our trip just to be able to go to the Floridian, go to the Polynesian and see what the resorts are like with the views of the castle and different things like that. So maybe a future vacation. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. And so then next day was your departure day, correct? Yes. And surprisingly, we kind of snagged our last golden dining reservation that day, which we did not plan. It was one of those last minute things. It was pouring rain. I felt really bad for people that were planning a big park day on Saturday because it was absolutely torrential. And they Mm. were saying, this is going to be big storms. Sometimes in Florida, it'll rain for five or 10 minutes and it'll go away. But this was not one of those days. It was wet and pouring. So it wasn't a pool day for us. Our flight wasn't leaving until 4 p.m. So we thought, let's head over to Disney Springs and check it out. 
And one of the restaurants that our friends who traveled at the same time enjoyed at Disney Springs was the Boathouse. Uh-huh. And that was right up our alley. We are a boating family. We know that the restaurant was tailored after a Minnesota lake atmosphere, and that's where we live. So uh-huh. we thought awesome to experience it. I was able to use the Disney app and we got an 1115 lunch reservation and we went over to Disney Springs, walked around when it stopped raining and we found that it was just one of our favorite meals. It was amazing. I had a lobster roll. My husband had one of their burgers that is like USDA, um, qualified beef. It was amazing. Our kids were treated so wonderfully. Our server, Sasha, was fantastic. We got to kind of know her. She really paid attention to our family. And we felt like it was an amazing experience. We love the boathouse. Oh, good. Very fun. So that was kind of our last hurrah before we went out to the airport. Okay. And your so your uh, flight home, any surprises there? Was it pretty, pretty easy flight home? I would say the biggest surprise is that it went seamlessly and other people were screaming and crying and their ears hurt. And I was like, oh my goodness, everybody's just enjoying a movie and relaxing and not having any issues. We stopped at the Detroit airport. We didn't have a nonstop. We were, we had one, two hour layover in Detroit. We stopped at Chili's and had a little dinner and jumped on our next flight back to Minneapolis, got in about 9 p.m., and everything went really smoothly, and I was very thankful because flights can be tricky sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Okay. Well, looking back on your trip as a whole, did you learn anything this trip that will make you do something differently on your next trip? The thing I will definitely do is stop a little bit more and just enjoy the moment Initially, I was a little bit anxious that we wouldn't get to do everything, but we were. And now looking back, especially that first day, just releasing some of the anxiety and being in the moment and looking at my kids a little bit more in their eyes and and enjoying the place, the most magical place you can be. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, especially for those of us who are planners, it's so easy to be focused on the plan and not on the experience. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And then my last question, do you have a return trip in mind for the future? Well, um, not that my husband knows, but <laughs> I, would, I would love to go back if he has a conference in Orlando at some point. It basically would have to be a couple years down the line. The expense of Disney is pretty overwhelming and we saved for a year and we used a lot of different travel points to be able to get there and to be able to enjoy a five-star vacation. I feel like we did and took in everything we wanted to do. So if we did it again in the future, it would be maybe a little more compacted and maybe not all of the huge uh, dining reservations and things like that. But I would love to go back in another two to three years and enjoy with my kids again. Awesome. Well, great. It sounds like you guys had so much fun. Thank you so much for telling us all about it. Thank you for having me. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Big thanks to Melanie for coming on the show this week. 
Just a super quick reminder to be sure to submit any trips that you have coming up in 2020. You can find the link in the show notes. You just need to hop over to my website at tothemouseandback.com slash submit to see the details. Speaking of those show notes, be sure to check them out if you want more information about some of the things that we discussed in this episode. That is it for this week. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at mouseandbackpod. Please rate this podcast or leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the show, but most importantly, have an awesome week. Bye, everybody. Bye.